What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Daddy's to Talk. I'm your host, Robert, a.k.a. Father of Vash. And today, I'm going to be talking about some very awesome surprises for fall anime, Battlefield 2042, and Squid Game. Let's get to it. Alright, what's up y'all? Welcome back. <laughs> As always, if this is your first time here, welcome. But, if you've been rocking with me for a while, then welcome back. We are back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> um, man, it feels a lot longer than what it actually has been for, for me recording a podcast because... Yeah, but before I get into all that, y'all know the business. If you are not already, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, both on whatever streaming service that you choose, as well as on the YouTube channel, Dad Needs to Talk, so that you can get notified of whether I upload something in the podcast feed, or if I upload a new video on YouTube, whatever the case is, show your boy some love. Give me a follow, subscribe, all that fun jazz. So, (laughs) I don't even know where to start to be honest with y'all. Because, technically I didn't miss a week, but last week was kind of a little bit of a different thing. Because, you know, I had a, you know, once again, I'll give give a shout out to, to my boy Steve, who came on and did that awesome episode with me last week where I got to both interview him as well as talk about BoJack Horseman. So I hope you all enjoyed that episode and things of that nature. It was very fun to do and I look forward to doing more collaborations with more people in the coming future. So have have other stuff planned and in the works. Just got to get stuff scheduled out <laughs> and coordinate with people. But just know that, hey, if, if you enjoy that, or enjoyed me having somebody else on the show, um, then there will be more of that coming. And it'll be a mix of some just being just straight up interviews, some where we're just kind of just having a casual conversation, so on and so forth. Like I have uh, some ideas in my head and some people I've already reached out to. So be on the lookout for that stuff uh, coming up. But yeah, like I said, it's just been... A whirlwind of, uh, of, I feel like last couple of weeks because, like I said, um, the uh, recording with Steve, it wasn't even that er- that off schedule. It was like the day before I normally record. <laughs> uh, but I think just because of the fact that I didn't do my normal Sunday routine of you know, uh, or the weekly routine of like talking about the the chapters of the week and all that stuff, you know, it just feels even longer than what it actually has been. But in general, um, I, I guess I guess I'll just just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, sorry, um, be on the lookout for some videos and stuff because let me see. Because since the last time I did the main podcast episode, uh, real quick, let me double check. 
Let's see. Okay, okay, I haven't put it up yet. So, um, okay, never mind. Uh, I do have a manga review coming up. I think later this week. Um, so, I had I had read and recorded since the last time I did like a like the usual episodes, or whatever. I had read and recorded uh, a review for a manga series called I Am a Hero. And that series, it is, uh, I'm pretty sure, I think, actually, I, think I, I did touch on it a little bit last week, but basically, it is a zombie manga, um, like a, like a action psychological thriller zombie series where the main character is a 35 year old manga artist assistant and he's dealing with a zombie outbreak so i read it super enjoyed it and like i said i've already recorded my review for i just kind of was sitting on it just trying to figure out okay when the best time for me to release it but i think i might do it this week um because i already went ahead and i purchased the volume two and uh, let me grab it real quick, show y'all, cause, cause I went ahead, you know, treated myself. You know, I'm not, I'm not the wealthiest person in the world, <laughs> but I can spare a few bucks every now and then to, uh, you know, cause, cause honestly, for for me, and I've never talked, talked about this before, but reading manga has kind of turned into a therapeutic thing for me. Um, even when some of the series I'm reading isn't is a bit stressful, <laughs> but. Uh, so I went ahead and I picked up volume two or omnibus two of I Am a Hero. So I'm excited to dive into that. And then I picked up this new one, or at least it's new here in the U.S. It's a it's, it's a isekai called uh, Karate Survivor in Another World. Now this one basically it, the the general premise of it is a uh, I guess I'll just read the back of it. No magic, no cheats, only karate. Suddenly, I was dead. Then some half-assed deity performed a half-ritual that sent me deep into a wild forest. I've got no magic, no cheats. The only thing I can rely on are my wits and my karate. All that's left is to fend for myself in this harsh, unforgiving new world. So, yeah, I picked that up. I'm I'm, I'm excited to to read that and at least just see what it's about because, you know... I always like checking out new stuff and it's a series like I said like that volume just came out like a couple weeks ago and so it kind of been been on my mind a little bit here and there because I heard my guy was looking like eh. but I'm like no Robert you already got enough to read so on and so forth but one thing and you know I've kind of touched on this before but I want to kind of go go with my gut you know and, and I feel like I've been doing that pretty pretty well since i've been doing the podcast and content creation in general but i want to continue to do that just because you know sometimes it's like you know what i want to you know like i might have stuff scheduled or supposedly planned out to read or watch or whatever but sometimes you know you just get in certain moods of like you know what forget everything else i had scheduled i want to read this because honestly that's what happened with i am a hero because honestly i was not planning on reading that series until after I had finished 20th Century Boys, because I'm like, okay, Robert, you need to buckle down and finish it. But at the same time, it's like, I also need to be 
lax with myself to where it's like, no, you know, even like, yes, I, I am loving 20th Century Boys because I just finished uh, volume five um, the other day. So I got to record that as well. But I just finished volume five. And it's like, yes, I could go and jump into the next one. But just that day and time, I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood for it. So let's try out I Am a Hero. And I blazed through that sucker in a couple of days. So, and then it's like 20 something chapters in that one omnibus. So, cause you saw how thick the second one was, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I just want to continue to do that. Um, you know, whether it is, you know, picking up something new that interests me or talking about a new anime, which I have one later on in the show. I'm excited to talk about called a uh, Sakagon. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to continue to just like be, uh, somewhat flexible and just kind of like, like when I feel inspired to either talk about something, to pick up something or whatever, I want to do it because especially when it's like new stuff like this, because like I've, you know, like I've talked about before, it's like, yes, I love talking about my hero and one piece and all that stuff, you know, every week or whatever. But there's a million people talking about one piece. There's a million people talking about my hero and all that stuff. And so I kind of want to, you know, of course, like I said, I like share my love for those series, those big series or whatever that everybody talks about or whatever. But I also want to use my platform, my voice to spotlight and highlight smaller series, newer series, everything in between. They, you know, like I said, a lot of people might not be aware of or just, you know, people might be aware of, but just maybe specifically those of you that are listening to me or seeing me might not be aware of because it's like it's like yes i'm pretty sure you know there's people out there that have heard of i am a hero but there's also tons of people that haven't or you know kind of like me with tours like it's like okay i've seen the vol i've seen i've seen it up on the shelf when i go to the store every now and then but i never actually like paused it read what the synopsis is talk to other people see what their opinions of it which is like, oh, okay you know that thing you always see in passing until somebody that you talk to that you follow whatever is like oh yeah i read that thing or i watched that show and then it's like oh okay if they talked about it or they enjoyed it maybe i'll give it a shot too and that's kind of what i want to do as well like i said just to continue to to help uh broaden you know everyone's horizons because like i've mentioned before that that's something that i've loved about being in this community is just following and getting to meet people that have a wide variety a wide palette of taste that they have because you know it's like, it's like it's like you know we you know we all have like our genres or our little bubbles that we love to be in but there's like so much stuff out there to read to watch to play to experience and so i want to do my part to you know bring bring that to y'all or bring that to anybody that might happen to come across my podcast my channel whatever the case is so um so yeah so that, that's why i went ahead and i picked up a lone survivor or a karate survivor because yeah like i said it's something new see so yeah so be on the lookout for that in the coming weeks but um but yeah so enough on housekeeping stuff uh so <laughs> what, what has robert been up to lately so honestly i've been real with y'all i am drained a bit <laughs> you know um I will say more than likely, probably sometime in the coming month, I might end up taking a week off. Maybe, you know, y'all might not even notice because more than likely I'll probably 
just record something ahead of time and just sit on it and then release it later. But, um, but yeah, but I think I'm kind of due for at least like a little break. Like I said, even if it's just like a week or something, um, just because like life, <laughs> you know, cause the, the, these last couple of weekends, weeks in general, have just been pretty hectic, pretty busy. Um, I, I've been on super dad duty lately. Um, with just a lot of stuff, whatever, because my, let me see, uh, not, not so much the previous weekend, but this, this past weekend, they just passed whatever, like my, my wife, she was out of town for a couple of days, so I was on full dad duty, so, you know, the usual stuff, <laughs> you know, make sure they're, they're eating, they're, they're breathing, <laughs> uh, you know, having to do, you know, what, two, three basketball games, all that stuff, so, you know, lots of driving around, so doing that on top of, um, I had went out to my sister's house, or, or to visit my sister's family, I should say, this weekend, and that was my first time, uh, getting to see a lot of them in person since earlier this year, when, when, when we were all kind of together, you know, after, you know, my, my mother, my mother had passed, I hadn't seen any of them in person. You know, we've spoke, spoken on the phone, message, text, all that stuff, whatever. But we haven't, I haven't been over to their house since earlier this year. And so, uh, so, so it, it was, it was just like very long overdue, long overdue just because it's like, you know, so, so much stuff has changed and happened in these months, you know, since the last time I went over there. Cause it's like, it's like they've, they've moved to a new place, like. My my sister's two oldest kids, my my niece and nephew, they both have their own individual places and stuff now. So it's like I kind of uh had had a kind of like a cool yet surreal moment of like, man, you know, I I I went to my niece's apartment, <laughs> you know, it's like her first place of her own, and it was just kind of weird of like, man, like I feel like it was just yesterday you were a little baby, you know, I was, you know, hugging and kissing on, and now it's like it's like you're a freaking whole whole adult out here you know working got a job going to college got your own place and so so I went went out there I took Vash with me we went saw her place visited for a little bit Saturday and then Sunday went to uh went to the new place my brother-in-law had moved into very beautiful home uh lots of new dogs they had they've gotten a couple of uh new dogs and stuff too so they have what four total so, um, going from very tiny to very big. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so, so me, me, you know, me and Vasha went over there yesterday or last night and just visited, you know, uh, brother-in-law cooked us an uh, awesome meal, you know, any anytime over the years I've, you know, I've gone over to my sister's house, uh, they always feed me good. <laughs> And so, uh, so yeah, so it, it, it was just really nice just getting a chance to just be, be with family, you know, catch up with my nieces and nephews and seeing how they're all doing, um, and stuff. And I know some of them, I know, I know the oldest one, I know he listens to the podcast sometimes. So, uh, you know, hello. Hey, Isaiah, <laughs> you know, uncle Rob loves y'all, you know, was glad to see those of y'all that I did get to see and stuff but um but yeah but that, that's like been like my my busy 
last week just life <laughs> you know like I said it's just been hectic draining sometimes uh, but it is what it is you know it, it's this it's life you know I'm kind of a uh, kind of on the countdown towards the end of the year because so the end of this year like with so basically things is going to change one way or another by either the end of this year or beginning of next year because I, and I'm pretty sure I might have mentioned it before but if not so my current job you know, I, I've I've been on location for a little over a year now because I started uh, August of last year, so year and a month or so, I've been there. But I've been there as a contractor, uh, these you know couple years or this year or whatever, you know, which is cool. Hey, you know, you know, hey, I'm I'm very very glad and fortunate to be working. Period, you know, but. You know, things are kind of getting to a point where it's like, okay, you know, um, I'm able to live, to survive, but I don't want to just survive. I want to be able to live comfortably and then have flexibility to build and grow because, you know, you can't really build and grow, you know, if, if you're just like always just barely skating across that, that, you know, that bare minimum line and stuff. And so, so basically, you know, so my, my contract was originally six months. So obviously they got extended because that was from August to like February or so. And so that got extended to the end of this year. Now, <laughs> what does the end of this year mean? Do not know because, you know, because it wasn't like they was like, oh, yes, no, December 31st or whatever. It was just like, yes, till the end of the year. Now, that could mean literally like, OK, like the last Friday, Friday of 2021 is the end of the contract. Or it could be one of those things where it's like, okay, technically it's the beginning of next year's when it end. Who knows? But if, and fingers crossed, <laughs> hope and pray for your boy, but fingers crossed if things work out good and I can get brought on full time permanently there, then that's going to be a whole new ball game, you know, as far as like, you know, because like I said, like, like, I, I like what I do because it's super chill, you know, pretty flexible and stuff, uh, you know, pretty straightforward. It kind of gives me, like I said, flexibility to, to do what I do with, you know, with the IT career, but also to be able to do a lot of stuff uh, with the podcast, you know, because I have, you know, some, some flexible time there, I guess is what I'll call it, to kind of work on this stuff a little bit, you know, while taking care of business there. And so I'd love to continue to do that while also being able to leave, live comfortably. But, you know, it's more or less just going to be like, okay, when it gets to the end of the year, it's going to be either they're going to renew me or, or they're going to like, okay, cool, welcome aboard full time. Or who knows, because it's like, it's like, honestly, I can't keep going on, you know, like, oh, well, we're going to extend the contract another six months. You know, because it's like, okay, I can't keep doing that because I know, you know, I've, I've worked contract work before, whatever. But back when I did that, you know, I didn't have as big of a family. Shoes at some points, I didn't even have 
like a family that I was responsible for at the time during some of those past contracts, whatever. So, so yeah, so I was cool back then. Just, oh yeah, sure. Just keep extending it or whatever. I don't have too much stuff going on versus now it's like, okay, I got a whole family, you know, wife, five kids. They not getting any smaller. They're not getting any cheaper to take care of. You know, four of the five are in sports. Probably next fall, Vash will be big enough to start doing sports himself. He'll be going to school. It's just, it's just a lot of stuff going on, and you know, need money to do that or whatever. And so, we'll see. But like I said, just, just you know, uh, send send some positive vibes to your boy. That hopefully by the end of this year, you know, uh, things will be looking up. Um, you'll you'll definitely know because <laughs> if uh, if if they bring me on full time. And that check skyrocket, man. Just just know, hey, one of the first uh, first manga haul I've do of 2022 is gonna be like 60 new volumes for January. <laughs> be buying whole collections of everything, but but yeah. But anywho, <laughs> so I I guess you know we'll, we'll kind of just kind of just keep rolling on right into the show proper. Um, I don't really have. I don't think I have any news that I can think of to really talk about this week. So we'll just kind of just dive into some stuff. Uh, I want to kind of just touch on a little bit of, uh, of some gaming stuff. So, uh, but well, I guess before I talk about the game, I, I played a little bit over the weekend heads up that, uh, those of you that are fans of the left for dead series, the spiritual successor to that series called back for blood made by the same people who created uh, left for dead, it's going to be coming out um, or it, it will be out by the time you see this podcast because it's coming out October 12th. And so, you know, I, I probably might not play it too much myself because I don't really care for those type of games. But I know for sure my wife and her squad, we we just she just pre-installed it a while ago. So I know her and her crew are excited to hop into it and play it. Um, my oldest son, he pre-installed it and stuff as well, because uh, aside from it coming out, um, just a heads up, it's going to be on uh, Game Pass on Xbox. So if you're on Xbox and you got Game Pass, hey, <laughs> awesome new game to look forward to um, this week. So, um, but yeah, I just want to just give that a quick shout. Um, as well as, you know, I'll, I'll also mention, you know, for those of you on the Nintendo Switch, I know last week the, uh, what's it called, Metroid Dread came out. Not really a big fan of the Metroid series or whatever, but just just putting that out there on y'all's radar, just knowing like, hey, a new Metroid game is out on the Switch, as well as a, a new model of the Switch, the OLED model. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm probably not going to buy another Switch until there's like a, a substantially upgraded model of one, which those rumors have been floating around for a long time. We'll see, but for now, my Switch is fine. I barely play it as is. Vash plays it more than I do, but yeah. But moving on to what I actually got to play this week, I got to play the uh, the demo for. Let me make sure I'm getting the right name. Battlefield was it 2042? Yeah, yeah. Battlefield 2042. They had did a uh, a open beta this weekend um, or this past weekend for the game. So, like, hey, it's free to download. So I downloaded it and I played a, played maybe like thirty minutes or so, whatever, 
Um, honestly, I would have loved to have played more more of it, but like I said, I just had a very busy, hectic weekend where I was in and out the house a lot over the weekend. So uh, I was very grateful to be able to play the bit that I did get to play, which I think I played that Friday night at that. So, but I'm very happy I got to play a little bit of what I got to play just because it was like, it, it just felt good playing freaking Battlefield again because, you know... I don't play too many multiplayer games and stuff nowadays anymore. I haven't really in many years. Um, that, that's kind of more and more of my wife's forte at this point. <laughs> but uh, but Battlefield was a series that I was so in love with. I, I fell in love with Battlefield back when I was in college. And, and with uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. Because I ended up just picking it up just on a whim. Played it fell in love with it because I had never played Battlefield before then and like the the story mode on that was freaking awesome love the Battlefield Bad Company 2 story mode and the multiplayer was for me at that point in time I had never played nothing like that to where it was like fully destructible environments it was so awesome I freaking love that game just just the fact of like like you start off start off the map with all these buildings and stuff up or whatever and like in that one you can completely just like flatten the whole level or like 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 you freaking shoot a tank at a building it's crumbling breaking down or whatever and by the end of the match it's like it could be like a whole city just leveled but anywho fell in love with it loved that um played and loved played a hell out of battlefield 3 back in college as well and then played a little bit of 4 and i think battlefield 1 is probably the last one that I really like gave like actual time to. Um, and even then it wasn't nowhere near the degree of time that I put into bad company two and battlefield three. Cause those games I dumped so many hours into, but anywho, uh, battlefield 2042. So, so I played it on PS five. So, you know, that means I got the full scale of it to where it was the, uh, how many players is it? I think it was 100 and hold on. Let me see real quick. Hold on. Let me look that up. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, 128 players. <laughs> so 64 players on each team. So yeah. And, and you know, those of you that know like Battlefield, like the maps are freaking humongous, which I love because it's just like it, it just felt so awesome. Like I said, just after all these years, just being back in one of those matches and just spawning in and just like just looking around at the beauty of like how beautiful the game looked, you know, tanks rolling over the hills, jets and helicopters flying above head, people speeding by on motorcycles or doom buggies or whatever else. And then I'm just as I love to do whatever, especially like, like if I'm not purposely on with the squad, I'll just kind of go off and do my own thing and kind of like find my own little route to one of the objectives and stuff. But, um, it, it was awesome. It was super fun. Um, I probably, I'm probably not going to pick it up to be honest with you, whatever. I, I would love to whatever, but I don't really have 70 bucks to just, you know, <laughs> to dump on that right now. Like I said, especially because I know I probably wouldn't put too much time into it. Who knows? Maybe, but, I just don't see myself putting too much time into a multiplayer game like that at this current point in time. But, you know, 
just just I just wanted to give Battlefield a quick shout out though, because like I said, it just it, it it felt really good to be back in it or whatever. Um, looked really good. So who knows? You know, maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe my tone will change, or maybe I'll get it for Christmas or something. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but that, that's that's pretty much all I got to play this week. Um, I'm hoping that this coming weekend I really want to sit down and finish up Life is Strange True Colors because man. I had so much momentum that first weekend I got to play three of the five chapters and then life happened these last two weekends. I didn't get to touch it at all, which I'm very sad about. Um, but hopefully, you know, I'll kind of get to rectify that um, this coming weekend. So we'll see. But let's go ahead and just just roll right along. And I'm going to switch things up this week. We're going to talk about some manga first just because uh, I watched way more than I read this at least at least like these last few days or whatever so i'm gonna save the watching stuff for the for the second part so reading wise so let's just freaking dive into i'm only gonna talk about a few series today manga wise but let's freaking dive into freaking uh <laughs> my hero academia we're gonna talk about chapters 328 and 329 so obviously the big thing that happened in these chapters, aside from, you know, like 328, you know, we started off with getting a flashback to when Stain was breaking out of Tartarus prison and just kind of seeing how that went from his point of view and how he ended up getting his hands on the, uh, on the intel that he got his hands on. And so that was just, just really cool and really interesting for him to, like I said, for us to just to get that flashback to to Stain getting his hands on the information and getting it to, you know, to All Might like he did the chapter, the previous chapter. But what I, the, like where things really started to pick up and heat up, whatever it was, when we started getting a look at basically like the international heroes. So we got to see, uh, who was it? Uh, a couple of heroes, uh, Salam who looks like he's the hero of probably like Egypt or maybe Africa. And then a lion looking dude looking uh, named a big red dot. But anywho, the star literally <laughs> of these international heroes is freaking All Might's, one of All Might's students, the number one hero from the United States of America star and stripe and her design looks so freaking cool she 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 kind of has like has kind of like the chiseled jaw like all might and like the like the cool looking hair but uh but yeah she she just she looks she just looks real beastly but um but yeah just like her showing up just freaking standing on top of like a stealth jet thing that's like flying over uh she just looks so cool and then fast forward into freaking uh to this week's chapter whatever i love like the cover of this one because it's just her standing there kind of like posed up with her freaking cape flowing behind her uh and uh and so we kind of this chapter we kind of get some dialogue from uh all for one as he's talking with spinner and just kind of just explain like how 
you know, his planning and stuff, whatever, how he's you know, basically like planning for the next phase of their thing. And basically it seems like, you know, for one, we get confirmation that star, she is the strongest woman in the world. And so basically we learn, you know, this, uh, all for one is talking about how he has friends all around the world and he somehow all might might have eradicated organized crime here in Japan, but other nations are a different story. And then uh, he said, once those friends of mine start stirring up trouble, each country will have to weigh its own priorities against the needs of others. And so uh, basically, all for one, he's gambling on trying to get his hands on Star's quirk, whatever it is. But he's like, you know, he's like, she will prove far more than a mere nu nuisance. But should I manage to steal her quirk, the rest of the war will just be a formality. So, yeah. And so we kind of see like, you know, just like getting another look at some more of a, just like the Liberation Army leftover people and stuff. See, uh, let me see, get a glance at Toga walking around. We see Dobby and, like I said, Spinner and stuff. And then we see, uh, once tomorrow Shigaraki is destroyed, all we shall destroy it all, we shall sow the seeds of the future. And then we kind of cut over to seeing, you know, Hawks, uh, Genus, and Endeavor. They're making their way over to uh, to greet Star because she's coming in super quick. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, do 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 A report just came in along her flight path. Oh yeah, and this is basically a uh, freaking Sugar Rocky showed up. So we knew he was coming back into the picture soon. But I did not think it would be literally the next freaking chapter. And so Shigaraki shows up freaking with the Chuck Taylor still on. <laughs> Just standing on top of a freaking flying Nomu to meet Star. And so, of course, Star doesn't know who he is. She's just like, you know, such a warm welcome before I've even arrived. You're here. You're, you know, you're that free to do as you please. You know, and she's like, are you the villain? They call all for one. And then Shigaraki's just like, good question. What exactly am I? So I'm not, I'm, I'm very fearful of this because we get like a shot of his hand with the freaking, uh, freaking, uh, Naruto healing <laughs> juice thing in the palm of his hand. But, um, but, but I know that's not the thing he uses to like steal quirks and stuff. So, I'm very nervous because like it would freaking suck to like okay we finally get to we finally start to learn to learn and see some international heroes and especially one of them not only being All Might's one of All Might students but being the strongest hero in America and the strongest woman in the world it would freaking suck if she just gets taken out like before she even sets foot in the country. <laughs> That would suck because I would love for her to meet Deku because I just know like how obviously we know how much of a freaking All Might fanboy Deku is for him to get a chance to meet one of uh, one of All Might's students and to be able to talk to her would be super cool as well as I would love 
for her and all my two to be able to reunite because ain't no telling how long it's been since the last time she saw him but that would be freaking awesome you know if 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 they could get to reconnect but i am very fearful fearful that that will not happen um honestly and i don't want this to happen but part of me is afraid because we know that sir night eye had that vision that all might would die a very brutal death part of me fears that somehow i don't know how but somehow star is going to be in trouble and right when shigaraki is about to kill her still a quirk whatever somehow because you know all might can transform for like literally like a second then maybe all might for one second zooms in pushes her out the way shigaraki touches all might he disintegrates and crumbles into dust and that is how all might bites the dust so i'm afraid of that <laughs> but i could very much see that coming because hey we saw freaking um you know, some other heroes and stuff died during during the last war. So, like I said, I don't want it to happen. But like I said, I would not be surprised if it does happen. You know, so we 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 shall see. You know which way the uh, the wind blows with that one. But <laughs> but yeah. So let's let's kind of just keep moving right along. Let's talk about some uh, some One Piece. Uh, so manga chapters. 1027 and 1028 so uh, first of all 1027 i love the cover of that one because it's just freaking a uh, gold roger you know uh getting chased by a lion after he drew on his face and we see freaking young shanks and buggy up in the tree crying their eyes out but uh but that chapter was I'm trying to remember Sorry, because it's been like a few weeks since this chapter. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Alright, yeah. Th- this was the chapter where uh, where Yamato and Momo had kind of flew off of the island. And basically, Yamato was trying to explain to Momo, like, hey, you need to be able to create the flame, your own flame clouds to float the island up. Because if it lands, then basically it's going to kill a lot of people. There's explosives on the island that will detonate all that stuff just from the impact. So that part was going on. Luffy and Kaido still clashing. And then we freaking got some cool scenes between uh, Zoro and King still fighting. As we get to see uh, King's hybrid form, which looked pretty cool. As he's like knocking Zoro back a little bit. And Frankie ends up catching Zoro at one point. But uh, Zoro ends up landing a pretty big... Uh, blow to to King because he like broke off like one of his little horns on his mask as well as like ripped like part of his mask off of his face. Uh, but how huh, there was a part where they both like clashed attacks. Where was it? Do 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 do. Okay, yeah, yeah. This clash of this uh King using Imperial Archer and Zoro using a three sword style Ultra Tiger Hunt. But, uh, but yeah, it just looks so freaking just cool. And then we get to see, like I said, like, like like a tiny bit of King's, like the top of King's face and his hair. 
And so very excited, very curious to see to see and learn more of King. You know, I think a lot, a lot of us was uh <laughs> was expecting and hoping that it would have been this chapter, but no, chapter 1028 <laughs> was actually a freaking um a Sanji chapter. And real quick, because I got to show you how this freaking color page. All right, just real quick, like this color page right here. Honestly, I think it's probably like like one of my favorite color pages of the series, if not my favorite, because obviously y'all know how much I freaking love video games. But just seeing what is essentially like a one piece version of Smash Brothers, we got freaking Zoro as Link <laughs> and Jinbei as Mario, a.k.a. Jumpman. Frankie as Donkey Kong. Uh, shoot. I can't think of a uh, mine's going blank, but uh, Luffy as a uh, Ken, and of course I love Nami and Usopp with their game controllers and game gear. Looks so freaking cool, and uh, I don't know. Uh, Sanji, I think I think he might be supposed to be uh, not either not either Samus, maybe because he got the blaster. But anywho, that is it's just a super cool, a super cool freaking um freaking cover uh page so like i said very beautiful honestly I, I would love to to someday maybe uh get to have that as a poster but so this chapter man so 1028 <laughs> we have a moment where uh or pretty much the chapter starts off with some cp0 stuff where we have the C basically the people on the CP zero people on Wano talking to uh Rob Lucci and his crew wherever they are about basically like hey like like what's going on on Wano with okay there's another dragon that showed up all this stuff and basically they're they're basically planning to take over Wano they're like okay in the event of worst case scenario if Kaido happens to fall and gets defeated here then we will move in and put Wano under world government jurisdiction, basically, because they showed a little clip of uh, uh, they already have Navy ships already on their way to Wano. So and then Rob Lucci made sure to point out like, hey, above all else, capture and bring back Nico Robin. Um and so yeah, so that part is freaking crazy, and and I'm excited for that because it's already setting up the anticipation of the end of this arc, and just like what that potentially means for the bigger picture of the series, because it's like okay, we're about to have potentially a encounter with the world government right after having to, to deal with uh, honestly two emperors because Big Mama's here too, but. I am just like just like very curious to see like what is about to happen just because like I said we have uh navy coming in there's a chance there might be an admiral with them I really hope if it is that it's freaking green bull so we can finally see what green bull looks like and learn more about that character cuz it's like man tired of the teases tired of the silhouettes but um but yeah so that's that's very exciting and I've also been seeing thinking and seeing a lot of uh potential 
scenarios being brought up of of maybe this might be where the straw hat grand fleet comes back into the picture to help them because obviously everybody's gonna be tired they just had to deal with two emperors um primarily one but still there's another one there and so they're gonna be tired and exhausted and there was a moment back uh, in Dress Rosa after the Straw Hat Grand Fleet was first formed where the narrator says that the Grand Fleet would basically be part of some large incident in the New World. Okay, I found it. So, and how could I forget? It was a big milestone chapter. Literally, it was chapter 800, Sun's Cup. So, I'm going to read word for word what the narrator says. So, and this is the image of, you know, everybody, the straw hats, everybody, the Tentatas toasting the Grand Fleet. So the narrator says, through the very odd practice of science cups and forces unexpected and out of their control, seven odd and mighty warriors labeled themselves the followers of Straw Hat Luffy. After this moment, they will each grow in power until they eventually cause a great incident of historic proportions. But for the moment, that is a story no one knows about. No one yet knows about. So, chapter 800. So, over 200,000 chapters ago, we got that tease from the narrator. So, this might be the time. This might be the time, this might be the moment where the Grand Fleet comes back into the picture. So we, we shall see how that plays out. But moving on with this chapter. Oh, let me see. So let me see. Was, yeah, Momo was still just trying to figure out how to do the freaking clouds. We see Yamato turn into this very cute fox or wolf. Sorry, wolf. But the main attraction of this chapter, obviously, is freaking Sanji versus Queen continuing. And so Sanji, you know, he's going in trying to let some blows. But of course, Queen, his uh, his body is just so thick, you know, the attacks aren't really working. And so basically some some very weird stuff is happening to where, you know, Queen is asking him, you know, basically like, you know, put on the race suit. I want to see the legendary tech that your father made, yada, yada, yada. And <laughs> probably one of the most bizarre moments in One Piece history. Because uh, by the way. The chapter is titled. Brachiosnakis. So. Queen transforms back into his. His Brachiosaurus form. And. He's like. He's like dinosaurs ruled the world. For hundreds of millions of years. Witness the raw power of the king. So he stretches out. His neck and his tail. He basically slaps his tail against the building behind him and launches himself out of his torso. So Queen's torso is still there, but now just just the from the from his top of his head, neck to his tail, that's basically a snake body. It is so weird and freaky, man, for real. How he just, like, did that or whatever. Basically, he's, like, crushing Sanji or whatever. But he ends up screwing himself because he has voice-activated rockets. 
And so he's like, you know, he's like, I equipped my torso with brachial launchers. If I call out their name, they'll shoot right at and he gets hit because he said the name. And so basically he does that a couple of times. Sanji gets free. Sanji's body is all contorted and twisted and stuff. And apparently Sanji's bones and stuff got broken. But then shortly after, his body just healed. And so it's like, okay, it seems like Sanji is awakening some latent vent smoke ability or something or whatever. And so there's a moment where Queen comes up behind Sanji and just like sword to the back of head. Sanji doesn't feel nothing. Sword shatters into pieces. And yeah, that's where the chapter ends. But yeah, so Sanji's body is going through some type of crazy change metamorphosis. But I am I'm here for it. <laughs> I am down to see uh what crazy stuff, you know, is is about to happen with that. So yeah, so One Piece Zoro and Sanji both getting some uh back to back times to shine. So we'll we'll see how that goes. I uh and before I do that, let, let's let's also go over and talk about uh Hunter's Guild Red Hood chapter fourteen. So the main thing I kind of just want to talk about with this chapter is that, excuse me, you know, we kind of, uh, you know, fin basically we kind of wrap up the exam more or less because, uh, the last bit, bit of the, of their plan comes together to where, you know, they, they trap, um, debonair and like the little coal thing for the, for the fortress. But, uh, basically last minute Tilty ends up coming to help them. So I get like the, literally the last five minutes of the, of the competition, he ends up coming to help them, whatever. And he tags everybody out of the cage and everybody teams up and they all end up going for the cuffs. And so, because they have so many people, whatever, they're able to overwhelm them with just pure numbers. And so we just get like, it's just like really cool. A shot of just like everybody coming in well, like this really cool uh, double page spread of like them counting down and Velu ends up grabbing the cuffs last second and yeah just get like very awesome just victory thing at the end where it's like you know number of robbers arrested zero the 42nd final uh, deprogation exam all participants pass so that is very awesome that, that this ended up, you know, in that way to where everybody passed. So now I'm ready for hopefully things, okay, to kick into the next phase. Because it's like, okay, you know, I'm pretty sure maybe, maybe like next chapter will be them, you know, them getting to the guild. And then us, you know, kind of like, you know, maybe some type of ceremony where they get maybe, because I don't know if they get some type of like, something to identify that they are licensed hunters or whatever. Now, you know, kind of like how like a hunter hunter, they have the, the hunter cars or whatever to signify like, okay, yes, I am a licensed person. So I'm pretty sure they'll get something like that. So, uh, so hopefully, or maybe next chapter might just be like a celebration of sorts, you know, of them just like celebrating like, yes, we won so on and so forth. Hopefully, you know, I don't know. Um, but hopefully that, that is the case. But, but yeah, I'm just excited to see like like where things kind of go from here um, now that they've passed the exam. So yeah, just, I'm just I'm just super excited to just see just more action and uh, and just more of the greater world because it's like, okay, of course now I'm pretty sure it's gonna be 
more characters, maybe even some more like potential big names who might kind of get to at least get a glance at uh, with them going to the Hunter's Guild thing or whatever. So, yeah. And so, uh, so last, last little thing, I just want to just give a quick shout out to freaking Dan to Dan. So, I, I had caught up on the last uh, couple of chapters. Uh, it was what? 26.1 27 and 28 because 26.1 was a uh was a one-shot chapter <laughs> where the where the thing that they were fighting it was this this monkey looking alien thing that his power was these like soda cans that he had everywhere and basically if you get touched by the can you get turned into a soda can so it was super weird super funny and wacky as as all the dan to dan stuff has been but um but yeah I, like i said I just want to just shout that out and then like the second chapter the the uh oh i, I did love in the one shot how uh how uh okaran how he had gave her uh, ISA a, a copy of Go Go 13 or, or a, like a special edition like DVD or whatever because you know the uh, the author of that series Go Go 13 passed away a couple of weeks ago unfortunately and so I, I feel like that was pretty cool just like a little homage to, to put in there in honor of the author and stuff so but um but yeah but yeah Dan to Dan like I said both of those chapters or all those chapters were just pretty wild and stuff because uh because of the solution for the second one with the little uh i don't even know what this dude is like a shrimp alien thing whatever <laughs> he basically he he was basically trying to tell him like hey okay he needs some type of way to make money so that he can buy uh or get like a blood transfusion or whatever for his son kind of find out that their blood is basically the same as like cow milk <laughs> so they so so ISA's grandmother hook him up with a farmer that and they get him a cow and he takes the cow to outer space with him and so it's it just so funny just like looking at this panel of this really cool high-tech spaceship sucking up this uh this tractor beam cow up into the freaking spaceship and then flying off the space <laughs> it, it is just so funny just to just to see all that stuff um and the last little bit or whatever was just like uh, uh, one of uh, ISA's like childhood friends slash crush or whatever. He is going to be moving in with them. And then we find out, find out at the end of the chapter is because he has been seeing spirits and stuff. And so um, so that's going to be our next mission. I guess our next little mini arc is just them going to help him deal with uh with whatever this spirit or spirit or these spirits are that are uh haunting his house and his family and stuff so but uh, but yeah but super excited for that um like i said dan to dan is always a uh <laughs> a a fun and wild time but uh but yeah but take a quick little break and then uh we'll come back and we'll freaking talk about uh loss of anime uh, and ending off with talking about freaking Squid Game. So, be right back. Alright, freaking man. Alright, so we have to we have to start off with, uh, with Fina Pirate Princess Episode 10. So, I literally just watched this, like, right before I recorded. And, man, <laughs> this show just continues to be so good. So, 
this episode, you know, was um, obviously every every all the shows and stuff I'm gonna talk about as usual spoilers. Just now, uh, this episode they finally get to the island where Eden is supposed to be at, but the way it just starts off where they get to they get to the, to the coordinates. And it's like, okay, this is where the, you know, where the coordinates point to or whatever, but there's nothing here. There, there's, there's like a tiny, like little like fracturing, like looking tiny piece of land that they could see in the distance. Like, is, is that it? And then Fina just stands there and she's like, she's like, it's coming. And then the ground starts shaking and stuff, whatever. And then a whole freaking island, which now that I'm looking at the promotional arts for the, for the, uh, for the series, there's a freaking giant island behind them. I think that might be. I think that that's the island that popped up. But anywho, very this very big island pops up, and from underwater. So they go on land, and this place is freaking beautiful. Like the freaking the trees are of so many different like different lush colors and stuff. It, it just looks so beautiful overall. So. Fina is just following whatever is guiding her. And so they end up going through, you know, like, like these, these woods, they end up to, uh, I'm trying to think it was the woods. Then they got to this waterfall and the twins both went up the waterfall. Cause okay, clearly maybe the next that they need to go to whatever is maybe hidden behind one of the waterfalls. It was, they go through the cave behind the waterfall and it brings them to this freaking city. This whole freaking city that was on this island. So they get to the city or whatever. And then where they come in at or whatever, they're like they're like basically like 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 uh so high up that they're like at the top of like skyscrapers. That's how big these buildings are. So they take this this very long staircase all the way down to the ground floor and they get to this one little building, they go in and it, it is just like filled with all this treasure and it's like it's like more gold than any of them have ever seen but the intriguing part is that it is gold it is like different treasures and jewels from across the whole planet across various time periods so it's not just oh there's some you know there's some money here from Spain there's some money here from Africa, from wherever, it is also, oh, these are coins from different time periods, which is so freaking wild. But, you know, Fina's thinking she's like, you know, basically this comes to the conclusion of like, okay, no, the, the money isn't the thing that she is there for, or whatever, or that's not what her father wanted her to find. And so, yeah, they had uh, made it into the room and the treasure room. But yeah, so yeah, she kept going. There was like another little area that basically it was like this. Uh, basically, this kind of like this kind of like like platform area that had two footprints in it or whatever. That basically she like envisioned or she remembered, I guess, like her mother or whatever. It came there at some point. And so basically she started and uh, she did this dance that she had always done even, even as a kid. And 
as she was stepping on certain tiles of the floor, they were lighting up in order. And so once she finished the dance, all those tiles raised up and it created a stairway. Or no, 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 it created a stairway. Then on the highest pillar, sorry, on the highest pillar, there's like this like freaking insane light. It honestly it looked it looked like water above them. And so that's when she realized, like, oh, this is this is the stairway to Eden. And so so she she grabs Yukimaru's hand and they're getting to to walk up it and then we cut over and we see the uh the soldiers that have been following them or whatever. They've made their way onto the land, so they're heading towards the cave as well. So uh very very interested, very curious to see uh how this is all gonna shake out next episode but um but yeah but overall like i said this episode is just so freaking pretty like i said just like with all the different environments i love the freaking island coming out the water um just just so just such just such a cool episode so next up let's see i want to talk about um sakugan so sakugan is a anime that you know some of y'all might have already watched i, I had did like a, a, a little video on it on my youtube channel the night after i watched it but i still just wanted to talk about it to make sure it reaches as many ears as possible so sakugan was a anime that was nowhere it, it wasn't even on my radar because uh, I'm pretty sure those you know those of y'all that listened when I did my um, my fall preview episode a few weeks back, I, I don't even know if I even gave this thing even the time of day looking at it or whatever. But in hindsight, I regret doing that. But sometimes you just stuff just misses your eye. But I'm, I'm gonna read the the synopsis of Sakugan. Um, so one day in the distant future. Humans live shoulder to shoulder to shoulder in colonies separated by rock. Outside the colonies are dangerous, undeveloped. Outside the colonies, a dangerous, undeveloped area called the labyrinth is expanding. Those who risk their lives to develop to to, to develop the labyrinth, who mark out. The undeveloped areas are known as markers. A young girl named Mimipu, <laughs> uh, who wants to be a marker one day, and a man, Gagumber, who used to be one, this mismatched father and daughter now take on the labyrinth. If there's no path, dig one. So, the thing that got my attention was literally, I was scrolling through. Crunchyroll, I believe it was Thursday night, and just seeing. Hold on, let me see. Sorry, I'm looking to see like what order Sakugan was on. Okay, so I think I was. I don't remember. I, I was I was waiting for something. I was checking to see if something had updated or whatever. But anywho. And I see the cover for this, and I'm like, okay, Sakugan. And something was just like, click on it. So I clicked on it, 
read the synopsis and honestly the thing that honestly got me was father and daughter father and daughter take on some unknown thing called the labyrinth or uh, uh explore an unknown area called the labyrinth so i'm like okay now since i now since i've watched it i've actually seen a lot of people make some comparisons that i would not that i or not not that i would not but that, that i would uh that i would agree with so i'm hearing people tossing around some uh Gert and Lagan vibes as far as like you know like them being in an underground colony to made in abyss to where you have a young girl going and exploring an area um that has some dangers and then i also saw people talk about uh a another sleeper anime from last year called decadence so if you do not know of decadence check it out <laughs> uh because decadence was definitely an anime that a lot of people I don't, I don't hear hardly anybody talk about decadence but it was definitely a a small one that i truly enjoyed last year um and same thing same thing goes for hey if you haven't watched made in the best go watch that but so real so just, just speaking in general so like the synopsis said you follow the, this little pair uh, this uh the daughter Mimi Poo, who is nine years old, and then the dad uh, Gagumber, and so she she is a super genius. Like she's nine years old, she's already finished college, <laughs> and she is working with her dad, um, in the field that they do help helping to basically assist the markers. So. I just, man, I'm trying to think I had to put in the words. Like, cause honestly, honestly, really just, just the relationship between the dad and the daughter is honestly like, 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 like the hook that truly got me because they have a fun back and forth banter between each other to where, you know, it's, it, it's just fun that they, they are both just very fun characters. Like they're both, you know, uh, joking with each other they're both like setting traps for each other because you know because she keeps on trying to sneak off to to try to figure out how to be a marker he keeps on catching her vice versa just really fun very cute but there is also just like some moments where it's like it's like, it's like no it's like i know you want to do this but you're just a young girl you're only freaking nine years old i know you're super smart but you're only nine years old you know slow down enjoy being a kid type of stuff but that that's the, like I said that's honestly like the really big hook that like truly got me and like I said as well it's just like just like the allure because uh, I, I always love like things like this labyrinth in here the abyss and made an abyss uh just just un, just characters exploring mythical or or just like or just like unknown areas of like okay we we live in this world you know, we don't know a lot about this area, this thing, but we have people that go out and explore. And like I said, the father-daughter dynamic, as well as just like this mystery area, is what, what hooked and got me in. Now, speaking a little, little bit more specifically with the episode. So, throughout the episode, like, like, like later on the episode, we kind of get a hint of, okay, you know, it seems like the mom might still be alive 
don't know that with a hundred percent certainty, but there's you no know, mention of like of like the mom, you know, she left him because of XYZ or whatever. And it has me curious because there's also this legend of a legendary marker named what's the marker's name? I think it's like Ipu, Emipu, something like that. Okay. The 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 name was uh Urarup. Urarup. But um but yeah, but apparently this was like some legendary marker who supposedly some point in the past mapped out the entire labyrinth at some point and we know that it, that it, that it was a that it was a lady that did it but i don't know because like it depends because of how the legends is or whatever they seems like somebody from like a long ago past but it also kind of like I said with with me thinking of made in abyss vibes of the mother of the main character of that story was a legendary explorer who was supposedly like at the bottom of the abyss type of thing so i'm, I'm kind of thinking you know those two things are kind of sounding similar to me but um but but yeah but like i said just just that allure of the uh, exploring the unknown and so the other thing i love about too like 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 the music was good the visuals look really pretty and like i said like i said just just freaking just love the dad and the daughter now we meet another dad and daughter duo named uh, the dad's name was a uh, Walsh and the daughter name was Linda and they're a duo that go and explore and stuff whatever and the daughter Linda she's somebody that Mimi Poo just like really bonds with and just like looks up to because it's like okay there's this older girl that she gets to go and explore the the labyrinth and stuff whatever and she's doing it with her dad so it kind of gives Mimi Poo hope of like okay hey she has somebody to look up to like okay cool she she's able to do it you know I'm able to do it and and Linda's you know she's really nice with with Mimi Poo whatever they talk they theorize they talk about you know exploring and all this stuff whatever but you know that there is something that happens towards the end of the episode where like it kind of takes like a darker turn and things like get serious and it's like okay all right that that was kind of kind of like the other shoe waiting to drop of this series of like okay you know like i said like the characters like i said like really funny lovable but just knowing like i said kind of like made in abyss when you when you look at the cover for made in abyss um and honestly even decadence she was in oh there's some cutesy wholesome family friendly stuff right and those moments are there but that's not all it is you know and so that was a uh, welcome thing to see. And honestly, but before I go into specific spoilers, I'm going to just say this. If any of this sounds intriguing, go and watch Sakugan. Like I said, first episode came out last week. Um, I'm watching it. It's on Crunchyroll. Um, new episode will be out in a couple of days. It's going to be coming out Thursdays. Uh, Thursdays or Fridays, I think Thursdays. But, uh, but yeah, so go check it out. So now spoilers for those of you that have seen the episode. Once again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Do not listen to this part if you have not watched this episode because this moment was so worth not knowing it was coming and impactful. So like I said, Mimi Poo, you know, she's bonding with Linda and stuff, whatever. And then there's a moment 
where they they find this this jewel that you see in the image that has like a like a map of it or whatever of of the labyrinth supposedly. Well, after they discovered whatever they're figuring stuff out or whatever, a kaiju busts in to the place, and it's like okay, and that's not, I've got to mention there's kaiju also, but usually they're like out in the world, not within like the living people colonies. And so, uh, so anywho, so Kaiju comes in or whatever, attacks the city and starts attacking the city, but it's making a beeline to our crew that has the little, uh, orange gem thing. And so, so yeah, so, so basically, you know, other people coming in, helping, they end up, you know, tripping up the Kaiju to distract it. And so Walsh and Linda end up getting their little, uh, mech or marker by whatever it's called to go and try to fight the thing and so this is the moment like I said like where reality starts to set in for Mimi Poo because she's like hey Linda like okay what do I need to do you know and she's like stay here and she's like but you know but I thought we were a team you know still you know, you know bright eyed you know uh, ignorant to, you know kind of ignorant to the realities of the world in this situation until Linda's like no you are a child stay here with your dad and then her dad says the same thing he's like yes Mimi Poo your dad is the best person that you need to be with right now and so then we get to what is the soul crushing moment so as Walsh and Linda are getting ready to, to ride off into battle they uh Walsh has a moment where he tells Linda he's like you have you have really gone and and, and it kind of calls back because earlier Walsh and uh Gagomber have a conversation earlier because cause Walsh is like hey man how how can how how are you able to allow your daughter to go out into this craziness and Walsh is like I don't allow it. I never, I never allowed it. But he's like, as a parent, as a dad, sometimes all you can do is just be there to support your kid. You know, whether it be because, because basically you just never know when the moment for them to basically to like grow up or to, or to just start doing certain things is going to come up. You just never know when that moment's going to come. And just whenever it might be soon, it might be years later, but just be ready or, or just be aware of that moment and support them and so so yeah so so Walsh tells the story it's like hey I'm hey you have you know you've really grown up I'm proud of you and then we get a moment where she freaking smiles and does her little laugh like she 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 and all of a sudden it's just like the blurred faded lines another kaiju broke into the colony and smacked right into their little bot like a meteor into the ground explosion they're both instantly killed reality has busted into the colony Mimi Poo she's traumatized from this just seeing everything and so so Gagumber takes her by the hand he's running he's about to take her you know to some underground bunker or something and then she has a moment where she asks him, she's like, basically she's like, you know, 
even with how horrible all this stuff is going, she said that she still wants to go explore. And she's like, is something wrong with me? And, you know, am I broken? Is something wrong with me for wanting to go and to still go out and see this world? And then he, Gagumber, has that flashback of that conversation he had with Walsh. And he's like, okay. He takes her back to their little, like, warehouse thing or whatever. And he's like, he's like, I'm still, let me see, how, how do you phrase it? Sorry, hold on, let me see if I can find it real quick. Because I, I, I just, I just really enjoyed how he was saying, um, you know, just like, like that. That's why I'm always trying to keep you out of trouble and stuff. But, uh, sorry, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Cause, Cause, I just really just loved this moment. Cause they're running off, and you know he's like, you know, I, th- I think I'm a lousy dad. If I wasn't, I'd understand what the hell it means to be a dad. I'm supposed to place my trust in you, send you away with nothing but my trust. Don't be stupid. There's no way in hell I can do that, because you're still just a child. You're still my little kid. And that's why. And then, you know, I've made up my mind that I'm going to go with you all the way there and watch over you on your journey. As we get revealed that he has his own marker bot. Um, And he says this to this, it's time for a father daughter journey to begin. And that's where the freaking episode ends. Um, yeah, man. I, honestly, I, I cannot lie. Like, like that whole, like, like I said, like I said, like the whole dynamic between them was so awesome. But, like, hearing him say that speech to his kid at the end, like, it, it, it just really hit me. <laughs> just being honest, because, like, cause especially, you know, me being a father of five myself, I have, I have twin daughters. I have, you know, Vash is still very small. Just all this stuff. Um, just just really hit home for me man just just being honest and i'm just excited that i gave this anime a chance and that i uh you know i'm just curious to see just just to see like like where things is going to go from here you know because it's it's looking pretty wild pretty interesting like i said and and i've got to mention that you know that her dad like i said that in the synopsis said that he was a former marker himself but his nickname or his epithet was Gale Force Gagumber. So I want to know what the Gale Force part means. <laughs> you know? So, but anyway. But yeah, but that, that's it for Sakugan. Uh, the rest of these, I'm, I'm going to just kind of just give like quick thoughts on some of the rest of these. So, Platinum End, that, you know, that that's the anime from, you know, from the creator of Death Note. Um, enjoy the first episode, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it might not necessarily be like nothing I'm going to talk about like every week type of thing. Might be something I just kind of just watch on my own time. But, um, but yeah, but that first episode was pretty interesting, you know, just, just learning just like how the world and how the powers and stuff works with him getting his freaking angel wings and this freaking angel arrows that can make people fall in love with you when they can kill you, all this stuff. It was it, it it was some crazy stuff going on, 
but you know I definitely can see some of the you know death no DNA there but you know like I said I don't have too much else to say about it or whatever I just you know interested in checking it out check keeping up with it or whatever at least for the time being uh jobless reincarnation um episodes 12 and 13 so enjoyed both of them uh i enjoyed you know that that first episode where you know i guess you know we kind of get to see like, like like a little bit of like how everybody is growing and stuff because it's been a year or something has passed since they've been on this journey with uh with with that one guy the 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 spurred super spurred person um and just seeing like Eris is getting stronger and stuff and and of course the freaking moment where uh you no know, Rudus where he you know meets the god figure or whatever again he tells him like hey take some food into this alley and you just know and he ends up giving the food to ends up being a demon lord of some sort or whatever, demon empress, whatever. And her gift to him, she gives him one of her eyes or or some, I don't know if it's one of her eyes or a demon eye or whatever. But the eye now gives him the ability of foresight. And so the more he trains it, the farther into the future he can see. So right now he can only see maybe like a couple of seconds into the future. But that's that's it was wild, <laughs> you know, just, just, you know, her just implanting the freaking eye in her in him or whatever. Um, I'm curious to see like how or when she's going to come back into the picture because we know she is again. Uh, but yeah, but that that was really cool as well as like the conversation that Rudy had with uh, with uh, the spurred dude, spurred, whatever his name is. And because when Rudy was about to sneak out to basically go to sell his staff and just like that reality check that they had talking of like, hey, you know, you saying that you're doing this so they won't create friction in the group and yada, yada, yada. He's like, but, you know, basically, if you sell that, if you sell that spear or your staff, the heiress had custom made for you, that's going to break her. So anyway, they come to agreement that they're going to work together on getting him smuggled to the to the mainland where they need to go. And luckily they're getting help from somebody that Rudy happened to save after he just got his uh his uh, new eye. And so in episode thirteen that kind of like more focused on Roxy who is also in town because it was funny because like the last episode the first episode we saw her in passing or in the background a couple of times and now we see the reverse of why she was doing that and stuff or why she was in those areas at those times. So I'm just like, really, I'm really hopeful that they do get to reconnect and it's not going to be like, oh, they go this whole time being in town without seeing each other or whatever. But, uh, but man, that, that one chick <laughs> that's in Roxy's party, the one that's just like sleeping with everybody. I'm like, yo, you, you is, uh, you, you is really wild and out here. <laughs> just you know freaking that one time when freaking uh roxy came in she had freaking five dudes in the room i was like yo <laughs> you really you really living your best life just like no cares given just because because one of the dudes in that party was like, I was like man she gonna get pregnant <laughs> but uh but yeah but anywho jobless reincarnation still enjoying it or whatever um and i'm i'm oh i'm curious about you know because freaking the end of it uh freaking rudy getting captured by the uh 
the the, the beast person thing or whatever. And I, I always love when characters just show up or whatever and they had like some crazy ability where he freaking roared and it did something to Rudy's body to where he just like fell over. You know, he's still conscious, but you know, he can't do that. Like his body is like paralyzed basically. But um but yeah, just really curious to keep up with that. Um um Miracle Chan episodes one and two. Uh, to be honest, because especially because I just watched episode two um, right before I recorded this as well, and I don't know, it, I'm I'm, it's okay. I guess is the best way I can say it. it's okay, but I don't think this is gonna be nothing worth me talking about every week. You know, I think this is just gonna be something to where I'll watch. You know, as the episodes drop, or honestly, there might be, there might come a point where, hey, if I have to, you know, let it just build up for a few episodes or to the end of the season, and then just binging it at the end, so be it. But I don't know, because like I said, like, like the first episode of like the first introduction of like, oh, okay, this is kind of, you know, funny in some ways, but also kind of chilling in other ways of like, okay, she's starting to see these different spirits everywhere and stuff. But now it's like, okay, they're just showing up everywhere. They're doing perv stuff they're you know squeezing on her classmates boobs and groping and all this stuff whatever and it's like okay <laughs> you know like i said it's like okay you know just some some moments of like unsettling unsettlingness but i think i think they're doing it too much to where it's starting to lose its effect already and we're only on episode two you know like i said like like i said like episode one is like okay the first time you were doing it a few times here and there at the bus stop at the school so on and so forth for there um, when she was in bed, okay, had a little bit of impact or whatever, but, you know, them doing it all throughout the freaking episode, it was like, okay, eh, so we'll see, like I said, I'm, I'm not dropping it or whatever, but like I said, it's just definitely probably nothing I'm gonna be just talking about week to week for sure, not on here, like I said, besides just watching my own time, you might not hear me talk about it again until the end of the season, <laughs> but we'll see, so, uh, Next up, uh, let's see, uh, 86, so episodes 12 and 13, so just real quick, so this, you know, so this kind of kicked off with, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, did I talk about episode 12? I couldn't have, no, no, I couldn't have, but um, basically, like, like things picking back up, and we're finally like, okay, everybody from that group was, is okay, you know, but, and they got picked up by, uh, by these people from this other nation. And so basically over these couple of episodes, we're seeing them kind of like getting integrated into like a normal society. So they're having like some of them having like regular day jobs and stuff, just finding other hobbies and different things to do. And so, you know, it just kind of just interesting. You know, they, they got taken in by like one of like the heads of that government or whatever and living with him and his daughter and stuff. But yeah, like I said, I'm 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 enjoying I'm I'm loving I'm enjoying the setup of it so far, um, especially I like like the little the the little girl that's living with that's living with the family too, kind of find out that she is like uh, royalty in the country that originally created the uh, I can't think of the the robot things. She's from that country, or whatever. But you know, um. The people, the kids, or they're they're like, hey, we're definitely not blaming you because like, like, because they're like, you're how old? How old were you? You know, ten years ago when all this kind of kicked off or whatever. And 
So, yeah, so. Um, but kind of find out apparently her family, her bloodline, they have the ability like her eyes. She can see into the past and the future, I think, or present, I think. And so that's how like she was able to see freaking Shen's whole backstory with what happened with his brother, why he has the scar. And that's how she was also able to find out. Cause so she, she wants them to help her to, uh, to stop. So I guess like her personal night or whatever, he, he was the one that launched that long range attack at the end of the, the previous story arc, whatever, or season. And so, so yeah, so Shen and crew, whatever, they're heading back out to the battlefield because they, they basically realized like, okay, we want to fight, you know, like, okay, hey, we had a little bit of time, some weeks, however long they've been there, whatever, of like having this normal life, but it's like, okay, we've gotten too comfortable. It's time for us to get back out there. But the main guy, he makes them go through training to become officers because he's like, okay, for whenever the day comes and the war is over, this will give y'all more opportunities in life, you know, once we're on the other side of this thing or whatever. So, but anywho, so, that 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 was that was pretty cool. Um, like I said, just just seeing and being back in that. Um, let's see. Uh, my senpai is annoying. Episode one. So this is one I also just watched earlier today, and I like it. I enjoyed it. So, uh, let me see if I can find. Shoot, sorry, I thought I had this pulled up already. Do, 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 do. Um, hold on real quick. Okay, so the synopsis for this is a uh, uh, Futaba Igarashi, a diminutive and scrappy office worker who is often mistaken for a child because she is very tiny, constantly complains about her big and boisterous co-worker, Harumi Takeda, who is like her boss, whatever. However, it is clear that Futaba's friends and co-workers that she secretly harbors feelings. Uh, yeah, it's clear that her co-workers that she, that she secretly harbors feelings for Takeda that she struggles to come to terms that she struggles to come to terms with. So I'm um, saying so, so th- this is a it's a romance uh, rom com romantic comedy slice of life series that uh, I, I, I've I've always like I always like glance over at the manga. Every time I like see it at the store, or whatever, but I never really like read it or whatever. Um, it's, I don't know. Like I said, just when I read this synopsis or like a uh, little tidbits about it, I was like, eh, I don't know. But I watched it and I actually I enjoyed this this first episode. Um, like I said, it had, had like a good mix of like wholesomeness and camaraderie, and, and I enjoy the fact that like it's you know even though I like like you know, the main character she looks like a child. You know, she's still a freaking whole grown woman, you know, out here, whatever. But um, I, I just enjoy her working dynamic with with uh, with Takeda, and yeah, just just how he the, he is there. He supports her. He is her backup and things of that nature. He looks out for her, and uh, yeah, like I said, I don't really have just too much I want to say about it. But like I said, just just really, just just really enjoy just just some nice wholesome stuff. Uh, Blue Period episode one, um, I liked it. You know, I'm not fully hooked in it yet. Honestly, I think I might rewatch because I don't know. I feel like I like missed something or whatever. But um, but th- this is the uh, the anime about art. 
So, um, um, like I said, I don't have too much to say about it or whatever, but I enjoyed the first episode and looking forward to see, like, how things go from here. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's really all, really all I got to say to touch on that. Um, and, uh, and what if, so spoilers for what if the, uh, you know, Disney Marvel series, animated series, uh, I really enjoyed how this all came full circle, how everything kind of wrapped up or wraps back around to where pretty much all of the main characters from each of the episodes or, or somehow they all or something from each of the episodes got pulled in or whatever. So, so you had Captain Carter, you had party Thor, you had a uh, star Lord T'Challa, you had uh Killmonger, black Panther. Uh, who else? I feel like it was somebody, but, but anywho, people from the, Oh, Gamora had Gamora come in. And all this stuff, whatever, and just like seeing them all like fighting uh, Ultron and going through all these different dimensions during the fight, it, it was just it just looked so freaking cool, uh, and, and just like how it all just like wrapped up, even with them bringing in like the zombie Scarlet Witch for a moment to try to distract him or hold him at bay, and then Doctor Strange, you know, coming in to play and all that stuff, but um, and then of course it freaking being. <laughs> freaking uh Hawkeye's um arrow that had the the scientist virus or whatever on it is what was like like the final nail in the coffin of at least like slowing him down a bit um before they trapped him uh trapped uh him and Killmonger in like a little pocket dimension because of course Killmonger man of opportunities when they when they finally beat Ultron Everybody was too lax. They let Killmonger analyze stuff, whatever. He ends up getting the freaking uh, armor with the Infinity Stones and stuff, whatever. And so he's about to freaking just wreck shop on everything. But um, but they end up stopping and locking him and Ultron um, or the scientists in the Ultron body in this little pocket dimension that uh, the Doctor Strange is just going to to watch over. you know, and, and things of that nature. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna take a quick little break and then we'll kind of come back and talk about, uh, squid game. So be right back. All right. So back at it real quick. Uh, <laughs> just want to give a, just mention real quick. So I'm about to talk about squid game. And of course it's going to be a uh, full spoilers all around. And, I am joined by a surprise guest. Um, you will not see her on camera, but you will hear, will hear her uh, her voice. Um, welcome to the podcast, my wife, Faith. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so so my wife, she had watched Squid Game before me. She kind of uh, abandoned me in the middle of the night and just <laughs> just I was uh, up all night. Yeah. So. So, so I, I, I knew of Squid Game, like, bef- like earlier in the day before she watched it, but, um, or I, I knew of the name. It wasn't until I saw her actually watching it, because, like, like, literally, when I say it was middle of the night one night, it was literally middle of the night. I wake up, 
I see some crazy stuff going on the team. I'm like, what is you watching? <laughs> it's like 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it was like 3 a.m. I'm like, what is you watching? She's like, oh, I'm watching Squid Game. I'm like, uh, okay. Like I said, I heard the name earlier in the day, whatever. But um, then, of course, she showed me the uh, the infamous red light, green light scene. So I'm like, hmm, okay. And so I, I, was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about, you know, watching it at some point or whatever, but but honestly it wasn't gonna be a priority for me, but it blew up. Everybody and their mama was talking about Squid Game. Um even my kids know what's know of know what Squid Game is, you know, because they was talking about, Oh yeah, you know, uh, everybody at school is talking about it and keep in mind my kids are like sixth grade and younger. <laughs> but everybody at freaking at the freaking elementary school <laughs> Even though it's Squid Game is or whatever, but they said it was playing real like green light at school. Anywho, so I'm like, okay, I need to at least see what's going on. So that's what I did over this past weekend. I pretty much just like sacrificed some late nights, some crazy times. So you finally watched it. Yeah. Oh, right. Otherwise, I, 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 hey, I'm not gonna be talking about it if I ain't watch it. Um, it's so bad that they have a game. See, I didn't even know that. I forgot to tell you about it. I just downloaded it. Say, so, apparently there's, there's a Squid Game mobile game <laughs> that my wife just showed me. But, uh, but yeah, so so I guess I'll say, well, I guess, I'm trying to think, I guess for, for if, if somebody happens to stumble across this deep into the podcast episode and you don't know what Squid Game is, I guess just, just a brief little general synopsis on it or whatever is basically it's about all these different people that are in various forms of debt. And so they get offered this opportunity to play what basically ends up being a bunch of, uh, games from, from like the, that a lot of people play in their childhood, like red light, green light for a opportunity to win a ton of money. But they find out very quickly that that it's basically a death game to where, you know, you might think, oh, how can you die from red light, green light? For example, red light, green light, they catch you still moving after they say red light. They literally shoot you dead. <laughs> and so with each person that dies, the amount of money accumulates and becomes more and more and more. So that's the general premise of, of Squid Game. So overall, I'm letting my wife speak real quick. So uh, what did you think of, of Squid Game? That was awesome. It was good. Like it was a little gory, but it was really good. Like it yeah. kept my attention. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. It, it was. It, that it, old it guy was, savage. Yes. <laughs> yes. He was my favorite. He was savage. Yes. The 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 fact that that the old guy who had dementia had dementia, but I loved because I'm, I'm like, oh, this sweet old man. He's trying. He's doing his best. And the fact that at the freaking end of the freaking series, you find out like, oh, no, he is the guy that was behind all of it. He's just an old man who has more money than he knows what to do with. And even though like like he really does have a brain tumor or whatever. And so he's just like, OK, he's on a he's on a ticking uh, schedule or whatever. So he just like he basically just like F it, you know, we just gonna you know, go out, you know, in, in style. And so yeah, so it, it it was just crazy just seeing them go through all these different games. And honestly kinda kinda like thinking back in hindsight, 
it, it was kind of suspicious that like he was number one. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like now thinking back, and I was like, it's like okay, the guy that was behind it was number one. You know, versus like oh, he just happened to be you know, but maybe like no number two hundred thirty two. It's like no, he was number one. You saw how excited he was to play red light, green light, and like even after the person got shot, he's still running. Yes. <laughs> just like, yes. And so, I'm trying to think which, 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 which of the games do you think are, or what, what were some of like like the standout ones that 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 you was like, man, this is some super wild stuff. Um, oh, that tug of war was crazy. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my god, like all the dudes on that one team, <laughs> they got rid of the girls. And then oh, they were she like, came back with. Oh, she yeah. she's a. I'll get tired of it. But Tug of War was pretty savage. Um, no, when they had to do the marble game, that was rough. I'm not going to lie because, you know, I'm all for female empowerment, female characters. So when the other girl came into it, I was like, yeah, they about to be badass. They about to come in and do some great stuff. And they were partners. I, I'm not going to lie. I cried. <laughs> I cried with her, the Arab dude, and all of them. I was just like, eh. like yeah. Yeah, because... Cause that, that 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 was the part that like they like made it super suck because because they were like hey everybody pair up so oh okay cool I'm a, I'm gonna put up pair up my, with my buddy with my friend that that one couple there was a husband and wife oh, no, I'm, duo we're, it's, if we had to went to something like that and we got a chance to get out and one of us was going back I'm not going back because <laughs> you saw what happened with him he he couldn't even take that that was yeah that was tough. And but but yeah but yeah that 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 was just like wild when they was like okay we're gonna play marbles, everybody's like oh, okay marbles cool and then it was like you know you're gonna play against your partner, and it's like what and yeah that, what was his name uh, Ali the the Arab yeah, the Arab, yeah I I, I I agree yeah like like that dude did him so freaking dirty just the fact of like. Of like he sent him on this wild goose. He's like, oh hey, go go scout out the other teams because because I'm I'm pretty sure you know that that you know that they're gonna do like another round of teams and stuff whatever. And come to find out, he freaking switched out the dude's little marble bag with rocks and stuff. Had to do running around with a bag of rocks around his neck, thinking he got his marbles nice and safe. And yeah, so and and. And and that and that just sucked in general too because of the fact of like un- unlike some of the other characters to where Vash, what are you doing? Un- unlike some of the other characters to where it was it was like it was like okay, you know the main character you know he was like okay I'm gonna go you know help the girl's brother I'm gonna go help his his friend that double crossed him go help his friend's mom and all this stuff whatever um ali like his wife and kid will oh, never right. have will never know what happened because he sent them away <laughs> which that was wild when he was like arguing with his boss like hey pay me i've been here for six months pay me whatever and they tussled oh, and yeah. then his boss's hand got caught in that machine and he got them out of there yeah. they got out of there yeah that that, that is true but yeah it, it was i think i think for me I, th- I think one of the wildest ones for me was the uh was the glass was them like trying to figure out like which is which and and the fact of like like when like that moment when the main character he kept on hesitating it was just down to to 
to being number one or being first place or last place. And he was about to pick first place, but then that one dude was like, was like, I've no, I've always been a coward. Uh, hey, at least let me have this one opportunity to to take control of my life and da 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 da. Not knowing that it was like, well, you know, the order of the vest is the order of the game, and then finding out what the game is, he was like, he just got screwed out the gate. So I was thought it was funny when the dude that was the glass maker, he knew. Like, he kind of knew. Yes. <laughs> they was like, why didn't you help? He was like, I wanted to get rid of some people. Like, that's... Oh, yeah. But yeah, that, 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 that whole game was just so wild just because it was like, it was like, okay, like, <laughs> that, that one dude that went fast and he was like, oh, boom, boom, boom. And he made it like a few. But then he died on that next one. Then the next person that went was like... I forgot. He was like... Does anybody remember like which ones he stepped on? And then that lady behind him was like, "Yeah, he he went left." And he's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure." And he went left, and that glass shattered, and he died. I'd have been mad. I'm like, man, I'm hunting you. <laughs> yeah. And so, but but yeah, that that one. And then like like you said, with, with the glass maker dude, like. The uh, the 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 friend just like pushed him like I'm like y'all are like one tile away from being done, and it's like it's like that the dude didn't have two marbles, but uh, to front of the test, but but that that's that like from basically from from like from like the marble game going on like like the that dude's friend he was just like still like it was like okay he double crossed him he pushed Actually, the dude he killed the he killed the, the old girl. girl actually if you want to think about it uh think about it like this remember the game where they had the the cookie they yeah the true that, 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 that was like the really... first sign because he's kind of like because mm. because even when his when the main character was like, was like oh i'm you know, i'll go with the umbrella and the guy was he almost he, he almost told him he was like nah, never mind nothing and so which, <laughs> that was just funny just seeing everybody just being like licking the, oh, the crack or whatever when uh said so that 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 was just, just kind of funny um but uh i was kind of mad that the the cop got shot by his brother i was like dang oh was man so yeah the oh that, that 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 was a whole other like side storyline of like this cop that followed them onto the island and just like him like slowly infiltrating to where it was like, okay he started as like one of the little grunts then he moved up higher and higher level like like taking over disguises and stuff to uh to uh, all those are like the wealthy dudes they like the like different like, little animal masks and stuff whatever <laughs> yeah, was wild the, the, that one big dude was like like you know uh i like you I yeah like, oh. I like, <laughs> you know i'm a conspiracy theorist but i was just like i felt like that they were trying to show like you know the like high people in america being, or in, in the world in, in the general world, yeah in the in the world being into some I was like, what if that is really happening somewhere in the world? That wouldn't uh, surprise me. It wouldn't. Yeah, I I I wouldn't be surprised either. But um but yeah, but yeah, this whole thing and it, it it's kinda of funny, like 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 going back to like the beginning with like the old guy to where he was the last one that got to make the choice to make the tiebreaker of like, okay, do we continue, do we go home? And he actually picked no. Yeah. That's kinda of funny, like in hindsight because of the fact he that knew. he He's the one in charge, and so it was. Oh, and, and that kind of gave them 
uh, another reason to, to trust him of like, oh, well, he chose not to continue, you know, and he stuff, whatever. Oh, yeah. Especially because like, cause someone, when they got back out there, it was like, okay. I wonder, because I, I thought it was interesting. And he was like, 200 and something came back or and, and 100 and something didn't. He was like, watch that, those people that didn't come back. Yeah. Like, Why y'all gotta watch them? They just didn't come back, but. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, but yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was wild. Um, I, I am a little pissed. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, don't freaking go back for another game. Cool. Like, like, cause like he made it out. He freaking changed his hair. Granted, he he went like a whole year without touching the money, just I because. That was interesting. Yeah, which which I, I can see why though, because like, cause like the main reasons why you went through all this was like to, you know, obviously his daughter, but also like helping out his mom. But the fact that like that like his mom. He got back and his mom is just dead. Um, yeah. And stuff. So, so I did I like, like that he got the little boy out of that system. Out yes. The system and gave it to the old lady. It was like, even though she lost her son, she got another one. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and all that money. Yes. I, I did. I did appreciate that as well. Of, of, of like, yeah, like him doing that and connecting them two together to where it's like, okay, you know, y'all both at least have somebody and stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but like, I'm like, I'm like, man, like, like go take care of your daughter get that stuff situated first then if you want to go play a game go play a game but it's like it's like you literally about to go see your daughter now you like no nah, i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna go back and play another game but uh <laughs> your active. But, uh, but yeah but but yeah squid game cool I, I don't i don't know if i could go through watching another season of that i'm ready <laughs> siege yeah yeah, see that 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 that's why we're we're different. <laughs> I'm like, nope. She's like, yes. I am. So I was mad it ended like that. I was like, oh, no. yeah. you know, I hate endings. <laughs> um, so it, 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 interesting, interesting thing that I learned. So the the girl, the main girl that lasted to the end or whatever. Um, this is her first time doing a movie. Yeah, I saw that. She's yeah, like she, a model. Or yeah, something. yeah. She she she's a well known. She's a she's a well known um Korean um uh model and stuff. But um but yeah, Squid Game is her first um is her first uh acting role and stuff, was, so I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you saw the little clip of um the writer was saying like he's been trying to get that movie going. Yeah, for like, like ten years, years, yeah, I saw that. I was like that movie it was way before its time. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, Squid Game was cool. But um, you have any other p- parting thoughts on Squid Game? Hurry up with season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all can take your time. <laughs> I'm, 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 hurry up with season two for real. I'm not in any rush for now for I have pain. To go see about more some more Japanese movies because they doing it like that over there. Yeah. Well, I know uh, somebody I follow over on a uh, um, anime podcast. Uh, Nay, she be watching a lot of because uh, this is Korean, so Korean. she she be watching a lot of uh, Korean stuff. And I, I I hear they be having like a lot of like especially like good like horror stuff and different stuff like that. So uh, mm-hmm. so you, you might if find something like the Attack on Titan live action. I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get back to the Avengers. Alrighty. I, I still haven't finished it, so. Alright. Oh, um. 
Say it again. Oh, well, it's nice chatting with y'all. Maybe I'll do another feature one day. <laughs> Maybe I'll show my face. Nah. <laughs> but bye, y'all. But yeah, so thank you to my wife again. So let's go ahead and like round out the show. So, as always, thank you again for tuning in to Dad Needs to Talk podcast. <laughs> Thanks to to my awesome wife for her uh, guest appearance to talk about Squid Game. <laughs> uh, make sure y'all go and uh, follow her uh, her shop. I know I've talked talked about it in the past where she uh, she makes jewelry. From uh, from crystal stones, um, actually, uh, let's see if I can get this on camera. She had made this uh, custom piece for me. Sorry, it's kind of hard to see um, in the camera, but uh, but yeah, she made this for me. Whatever. So go check out um, Raining Crystals on Instagram, and uh, yeah. Um, or if, if, if you're interested, if you can't find her, um, just hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and I can point you in the right direction. Bone. But yeah, go check her out. Go, go, you know, um, either buy yourself some jewelry, buy some something for a loved one. She does uh, bracelets, necklaces. Um, I think she's about to start doing waist beads as well. So yeah, so go check her out for all uh, all your uh, jewelry needs. Once again, that's raining crystals on Instagram. But um, but yeah, as always, you know, thanks to Rifty Beast for the music. And yeah, make sure to follow me on all socials. You know, at Danny's to Talk on Twitter, Danny's to Talk Podcast on Instagram. Go to Danny's to Talk.com, which is the central hub for everything that I do. And like I said, make sure if you're not subscribed already to the podcast, subscribe to it on whatever streaming service of your choice, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Pandora, wherever you can listen to a podcast, you should be able to find me and make sure you're following the subscribe to the podcast on YouTube as well. And so, yeah, with that, I am heading off. It's freaking what, 1230 a.m. So another late nighter, but it's all good. It was fun. Lots of fun stuff to talk about today. And uh, yeah, y'all have an awesome week. As always, make sure to treat yourself. Buy some manga. Read some manga. Watch some anime and TV. Play some video games. And live your life. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. Y'all be easy. Bye and peace.